This is City Journal Midday News with Dom Hennequin and Johanna Belinda. Victoria has recorded 15 new COVID-19 cases overnight and five deaths. Metro Melbourne's 14-day rolling COVID average has now dipped below 30, putting the city on track for the next step of easing restrictions on Monday. Premier Daniel Andrews says he's grateful for the sacrifice and commitment made by Victorians. Uh, We are very pleased uh, with these numbers and very grateful uh, for all the hard work and sacrifice and the commitment that every single Victorian is showing. You can't achieve these outcomes. You can't get to that COVID normal without an amazing effort by the vast, vast majority of Victorians. And to each of them, I say thank you. Overseas and the US has reached a grim milestone, surpassing 200,000 coronavirus deaths. The country has recorded more COVID deaths than anywhere else in the world. Cases have also been climbing in the UK, with scientists warning they could hit 50,000 a day by mid-October. But Prime Minister Boris Johnson is resisting a national lockdown, instead introducing new restrictions and urging people to comply. Indonesia recorded its highest daily number of COVID deaths yesterday. Over 160 people died, taking the total toll close to 10,000. Central Java recorded the highest number of deaths followed by Jakarta and East Java. Indonesia has the second highest number of cases in Southeast Asia and 23rd across the globe. Authorities said the public continues to ignore the health protocols. Experts are now warning the country health system might soon collapse. Healthcare centers have been unable to keep up with the demand with temporary hospitals set up at the Kemayoran Athlete Village in Jakarta. The government has assigned the military and police to enforce local health protocol includes wearing masks. The opposition Labour Party has criticised government plans for a multi-billion dollar upgrade to the NBN, describing it as the most expensive public policy backflip in a generation. The government announced today it will upgrade the fibre to the node system to fibre to the home for 2 million households. Labor's original NBN plan was to connect all households to the fibre network, which the coalition dumped when it came to power. NBN Co. will finance the $3.5 billion project through the private debt market. Communications provider TPG has also criticised the move, saying it will duplicate existing private networks. Victorian schools will attend virtual and physical rallies on Friday to protest against the federal government gas-led technology investment roadmap. School strikes for climate will hold COVID-safe rallies in groups of 20 across regional Victoria and an Instagram live stream for students in Melbourne. Student organizer Anjali Sarma hopes the protest will put pressure on the government to fund their future and not the gas industry. The people are backing renewables. We know about the detrimental effects of the gas industry and we are not supporting the $62.9 million that they are planning um, to give in public funding to their mates in the gas industry. Tasmania is facing the largest recorded whale beaching in the state's history. The number of stranded animals on the state's west coast is now being put at more than 450. This follows the discovery from the air of another 200-strong pod. Most of those whales are already believed to have died. 
Rescuers say they will focus on trying to save survivors of the initial group in the Macquarie Heads area. Tasmania's Parks and Wildlife is using infrared scanners to work out which ones are alive. High-profile Australians are sharing videos of themselves saying their names in Iceland to mark International Day of Sign Languages. Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese are among the 52 community leaders lending their support to the online campaign. Lainey Jackson of Deaf Service and the Deaf Society hopes the campaign will raise awareness around the importance of improving access to emergency information for the deaf. The only information that they are getting in Auslan is from information on TV when they see an interpreter. Uh, the interpreter is very good, obviously, um, but potentially a new concept may come out or a new term that is thrown about the community. So the interpreter at the same time is trying to unpack that information. Iran has offered a full prisoner exchange with the United States. There's been no public response from the Americans so far, but the two sides have, in- have exchanged prisoners in the past. Australian academic Kylie Moore Gilbert has been detained in Iran for almost two years. And supporters such as Dr Jesse Moritz from the Free Kylie Group say they hope her case could be linked to any possible prisoner swap. Basically, hostage cases have been resolved, is that Iran has asked for prisoner swaps. So, I mean, in one, on one hand, it kind of just shows you just how transactional this really is. Um, and on the other hand, I hope, it, I hope it does mean something for Kylie's case. And now to sport. The AFL final series kicks off in nine days with a Thursday night clash between Port Adelaide and Geelong at Adelaide Oval. The Brisbane Lions are next up on October 2nd, hosting Richmond at the Gabba. The game will be a rematch of last year's qualifying round. And still with the AFL, Matt by Scott Pendlebury has been voted by his peers as the league best captain. In the first round of the AFL Players Association Awards, the veteran player took a glory with 116 votes. Final round on RL clubs will be with top 29 top players as the top tier teams rest their stars before the final games. Melbourne will give 12 players a break and Canberra will rest 9 players. Now to the weather. A few showers and a top of 15 degrees. Showers tomorrow and 15, much the same on Friday and 12 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Dom Hennequin and Johanna Belinda.